I'm so different than when I was what a kid. What else is there to dream about? Well, Ninja Turtles when I was a kid. I want to be a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, but I don't... Do you want to be one still? Fuck no. Live in the sewer? No. And gross... What was I thinking? smells bad in there. You can eat pizza as an adult. You don't even need to be a Ninja Turtle. Exactly. Hello, welcome to Shit That They Did Not Tell You. My name is Iceman. And uh, my, 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 I'm Icebreaker. Check ice it in. Icebreaker. Checker, checker, breaker, break breaker, one, two, breaker, breaker, You make ice, cool, you, you make, you make a, cool a cool name, name and, and I, I will destroy, will destroy it. it. It's really fun. So That's uh, our new intro. Welcome to the show, everybody. Today, we are talking about why you need a rebrand, okay? It's time to stop thinking of yourself as how Icebreaker? you are. No, as oh. how you are. Okay. And start thinking of yourself as how you want to be. Okay. And that's very easy things to say. I know that. Okay. But there is a lot of this thing that everyone does where you're like, you, I'm not a morning person. Right. And you, you have branded yourself that way through mm-hmm. your life. You tell everyone that you that you meet or you, you talk to, oh, me, me and mornings, we don't get along. You are the stories that you tell yourself. Yes, and and you you've convinced yourself that you're this way, when in reality, you're not that way. Nobody's a, there's no fucking, hey, you are this way. It's all behavioral. I'm a morning person. But but it's all behavioral, right? <laughs> like I, like my mom is a night owl because my mom doesn't fucking go to bed until it's like one in the morning. Yeah. Like. I have traditionally been night owl the same way, but I could be a morning person too. Man, I wanted to be a night owl so fucking bad. It's cool. I gotta it's say, it's so cool. It's a cool lifestyle. And like, it's I, cool to say. I wanted to like like clubs, and I wanted to like like that party. You can't take Nikki to your club. She'll fall asleep at the club, dude. I had to work at as a bartender and stuff like late at night, and I would fall asleep on the job because I had to be there until two in the morning and at midnight i turn into a pumpkin and i fall asleep and i would fall asleep standing up i've fallen asleep at concerts i fall asleep behind the wheel in restaurants i've fallen asleep while driving i can not be a night person for the life of me so how do i fix that hmm no look it's if you wanted to be a night person there are things that you could do to make yourself, I don't want to be a night person. I know anymore. you don't want to be a night person, <laughs> but I'm just saying you could do that. Yeah. You could go to sleep at certain times. You could. Yeah. Okay. Another another thing is when I was a teenager, I wanted to sleep in past noon so bad because that's what all the cool kids did. It's true. I always like slept in past noon. Like get up at. Oh, I just woke up. It's two, and I just fucking woke up. What's going on? And I thought that was so cool. It's so cool. And I could not. Do it at 11 a.m., which is the latest I ever made it. I'd just be roll. I'd just be like staying in bed and like checking the time, like trying to sleep in past noon. Couldn't fucking do it. That's what they do, man. But do it. But so you, it's behavioral. Uh huh. And those guys, they're like, well, I, you know, I'm a night owl, and then they sleep in or whatever. So cool. I know. And recently, as you know, within the past month, I was, I was always like, I'm not a cardio guy. Yeah. No, nah, I don't like cardio. Yeah, he's who likes me off. cardio, bro? Fucking nobody likes cardio. Learn to like cardio. So yeah, I I have been a treadmill boy now for the past month. I've been hitting that treadmill every fucking day, mm-hmm. and I am now a cardio guy. So fuck this idea that I have to be who I've said I am. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was exactly like that too about cardio, uh, which is like the argument I tried to make to you before because all through high school I 
could not run and I'm like I just can't run like some people are built to run and some people aren't and it would physically hurt me to run I'd get a cramp in my side every single time I couldn't out of I was out of breath within a few minutes you know I couldn't do it but then if you learn proper technique and like how to breathe properly running and how and then you work yourself up slowly you can learn to run and you and I it turns out I could run but you even wanted to learn right like yeah. I would I would I was in track and field that. when I was in high school mm-hmm. and I was like for one year and I was like this sucks but I did it because my sister was doing it and she was a senior at the time I wanted to spend a little more time with my sister yeah and she did long jump triple jump and all that shit and so I did long jump triple jump and then she also did cross country shit and I was like fuck that I'm not a runner I don't like cardio right mm-hmm. So I only did like the short bursts, like sprints, like 50-yard dash and yeah. that stuff. But I, I was convinced that I'm not a cardio guy, because, like going all the way back to high school. Yeah. So these are bad things that you can do to yourself where right now you're listening to this and you're like, I'm not you know, a self-starter. I'm not the person who's going to get shit done. You you can be that person, it's, yeah. but it's time for fucking rebrand. You have to, it's time to, to stop being the person that you were yesterday and be the person that you're going to be today. Today, not tomorrow. Today, right? Every day. So that's what that's what I've gone through lately, which has been awesome for me. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not that guy anymore. I do that every year instead of New Year's resolutions. I do that every year as like a fun game, like and it's worked too. Like where at the beginning of the year, I'm like, okay, who do I want to be this year? Like what what re? I, it's a rebrand, but yeah. I didn't call it that before. But I would just be like something that I've never been before and that's what i liked about acting too was that you just get to be a different person and like try on that that you know person for however long and then you could just take it off and be like i don't know if i like that person mm-hmm. um and so yeah i was like you know i did the chic wife thing for for a bit i still do that because it's fun and like i was like well i'd always told myself like i'm a hoodies person like i wear hoodies and i wear jeans and i'm a guy's girl and stuff but then I was like, what if I was a chic wife? Like, what if I like, what I am a chic wife? And then I just started being that and just to see how it felt. I and even used to take- It was like fun. It, no, it is fun. Yeah. It's fun to just to just try something out. Yeah, and then it kind of became part of me. Like I unlocked, like there is like a part of me that likes to be a chic wife. Most Mostly I like to be lazy. You know when I used to get haircuts, like, cause we don't get haircuts anymore apparently. Yeah. But um, when I used to get haircuts, I, I used to want to go with a photograph of what I wanted my hair to be, but I didn't want the person who was holding the picture to think that I wanted to look like Matt Damon or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I would just, ra- I rather- Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like I would rather go to them and act like I'm not a guy who cares about how he looks. Yeah. Didn't actually get what I want. Right. And shit like that is, is limiting for you because uh-huh. you're not going to ask for what you want. You can be Matt Damon. I need to be Matt Damon. I, I want to be Ben Affleck actually a little more. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I think Ben Affleck is more my type. I'm going all the way in on Ben Affleck. This is my Ben Affleck year, bro. I'm gonna be Ben Affleck by the end of this year. Can you be like? Um, could I be like? I want to be the person that's with Ben Affleck. Yeah, you can. Oh, okay. Because that's the only way you're gonna be able to stay with me. <laughs> oh, because you're gonna be. Ben yeah, Affleck. I'm going so hard on this Ben Affleck. <laughs> what thing. if you choose a different guy? What if I what? What if you chose a different guy? I would probably. Yeah, for whoever they're with, I'd, I'd probably gravitate towards that person. Mm. Yeah. So, no, but I I really think that this mindset has helped me a lot, and I want everyone to 
change their mind about who they are. And so break it down. So so when you wake up in the morning, what is your routine, right? Like mm-hmm. what do you do right now uh, and what do you want to do? Like mm-hmm. what, what, what are your goals? Like what do you want to be in your life and what are you doing right now? And you incorporate the habits of those people. Yeah, or, or even just incorporate a new group of habits that get you towards your goal. Mm-hmm. But you have to you have to start now. Like it, you can't start tomorrow. You have to start right now. Like it, it all starts. Why can't I start tomorrow? Well, I guess you could start tomorrow if you listen to this at night or whatever and you really can't do anything. Yeah. But you, you better be fucking laying out I your goals. I just feel like I need to get mentally prepared. Well, you better, okay, well, if you're doing this tonight, you better be sitting there and writing out who you want to be. Yeah. Like I know everyone deals with this, right? Where they're like, I, you know, I, I just, I can't get the starter pistol going and I can't just start this shit. Mm-hmm. But you need to start with who you want to be and, mm-hmm. and what do you want to be known for? And you could do it for 10 years from now. Like, cause sometimes people are like, well, I can't see myself being that person tomorrow. But like, if you start with the picture of who you want to be and you let yourself, you let yourself be free in imagining I, th- I feel like sometimes people limit themselves because they they edit themselves as they're starting to visualize because they're like well that could never be me you know yeah, exactly and, but like let yourself like in your most ideal world of if you got to pick from the very beginning you got to pick it out what would who would you be like but see even that is silly me right because mm-hmm. normally silly me is like well i don't even want to tell this lady that i want to look like matt damon because like, yeah. i think that that's lame so the idea that I could be this like this super whatever the fuck idealized version of myself, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, no, I, I, I'm not that guy. Don't worry about it. Like I branded myself as not that guy. I'm cool because I'm not – I don't care about that shit. Can I – oh, I'll give you something helpful that I – that helped me get through that block. Um, I – liked being the sh- I, I wanted i liked the, the like i want to try out the chic wife thing right because i liked the clothes like i liked wow like they they're dressed so nicely and they look so put together and stuff and i, I like that but then i thought that i would lose the part of me that was casual and jokey and could bust your balls and stuff well, like if i become her then i'll lose me yeah, you know scary. and that's scary but you don't lose you you just, that's just a part of you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like being in comedy. I was like, well, if I'm a female comedian, like, I want to be taken seriously as a comedian. Like, I don't, I can't be sexy. Yeah. Like, if you are show any sort of sexiness, then it just takes away, like, you can't be the other thing. It's like, what, can't we just be like whole people? Can't we just be like well, we complex are, layers of people? We, I wish, but everyone's a brand, right? Like, like it just is. It's just the way that we see people too. Yeah. Like, look at Robert De Niro, right? If you take Robert De Niro's career and you go back from to the seventies and eighties, he was Robert De Niro, fucking rugged, fucking gonna kill you, like mobster guy, all this shit and everything, like raging bull, fucking taxi driver. Like, he is a fucking wild man, right? Mm-hmm. You you look at him in the two thousands, he's like everyone's funny grandpa. Yeah, like, you know what I mean, and he just completely fucking rebranded himself. He started doing a bunch of comedies and shit. Yeah, and you don't see Robert De Niro now and think like, "Oh shit, that guy's gonna fuck me up." You think like, "Ha ha, that's kind of funny." Mm-hmm. You know, and that and that that can happen. That can happen with anything. Like you, you, the way that we look at people, we don't look at them for their complexities and like what's deeper than that and all this shit. I, we just look at them and go, "I'm judging you by this." Mm-hmm. Like I've seen you do this, and you're like, "You're that way." Okay, I want people to see me as a vintage queen 
that's how I've been doing my Instagram pictures lately because okay. I like uh not I don't really want people to see me as a vintage queen, but I liked that style of photograph. I really miss the nineties style of photograph. And so I just started taking pictures just to work on my photo editing skills, like the way that light was processed back then and the way that shadows and uh, all of the photo editing stuff to create like 90s looking and 70s looking photos. There you go. I like that a lot. But it's created a different branding on Instagram that wasn't intentional to like, oh, I want a new theme. It actually just happened because I uh, got I picked up a hobby during quarantine of photo editing and liked the way that photographs looked in the 90s. Very nice. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's something that you found out about yourself and that's now part of your identity in a way. Yeah. So I'm trying to help people who they feel like they're they're this they're Blob. a shell of who they want to be. Ah. Uh. You know, and, and really it's just about reconfiguring. I think let your imagination play a little bit too. People are so scared to let their imagination play. Absolutely. I am. Yeah. I always am. I'm the last guy who wants to talk about, you know, how he is or any of that shit. I'm the last guy who wants to be like, uh, I want these things. Yeah. I don't ask for what I want a lot. Yeah. I mean, hey, I get it because I do and I sometimes get called woo-woo or discredited for things. But really, I just think it's fun. I just think like it's fun to play in your imagination and it's fun to explore new things and concepts that you didn't know about before. And I just think it's fun. And then take what you like and then leave the rest. Yeah. It's for me, I think like even in life, right? Like when I look back on the things that I've done, I'm like, you know what? I was holding back there. Like I, yeah. I, w I didn't ask for what I wanted. Like yeah. even in some of the movies I've made, I didn't ask to be in them. And I, and I feel like I, I wanted to be mm -hmm. because I didn't want to seem lame. You know what it is? Because you were cool. Yeah, exactly. It's because you were cool because I accepted my lameness a long time ago. Um, yeah. And it's <laughs> where I'm like, as much as I would love to be cool, I just don't think it's in the cards for me. Yeah. So I'm like, well, if that's not going to happen, like it, it opens you up to like play a lot. And, and it's fun, right? Because yeah, like fun. you know, I got to play a fucking centaur in a movie because yeah. because of it. But at the same time, would I have rather played something more significant? Of course. Yeah. And that's something I wouldn't have admitted. I think before this, I think I don't think so either. Like you're, you've definitely gone through a lot of growth lately. Yeah. With your cardio and what's happened to you? It's like I you've just been need married to, be able to, to a, talk, man. It's like you've been married to a woo woo person. No, for I just <laughs> need to be able to. I just need to be able to open up more yeah. because I don't really and yeah. I really do do you know I do care more about other people's feelings than myself sometimes and I'm trying to and I and I really got on a good track on that last July mm -hmm. and I really was working out and all this shit and then I kind of like I kind of stumbled a little well, bit. Well the quarantine yeah exactly so did not help especially help. for your extrovert personality. Oh, it's been horrible for that for that yeah but you know, and I'm not talking about myself. It's, it's been horrible for a lot of reasons, but right. I'm, I'm talking about for myself. Mentally, like you were on a upwards trajectory, Absolutely. and then it physically, kind of, everything, yeah. everything, everything, everything. So, so yeah. But I, I, I'm like, you know what? I don't fucking ask for what I want uh, lately. I haven't been doing that, and that that surprises me mm -hmm. because I always saw myself as that way. But then I, when I actually analyze my own decisions, I'm like, wait, you know, you're not doing that shit. Like, mm. What are you talking about? Like you didn't say what you wanted to do like we, we like when even when um even when we just did danger boys like i remember and it's just it's, it doesn't matter it's, it's just 
um, pilot that we did, I did with the JK guys, right? Mm-hmm. And when we were doing that, I I remember I wanted to be this role in it, mm-hmm. and I it took me forever just to say I wanted to be the role in it because mm-hmm. I was just being too cool about it, mm-hmm. which is so lame. Like, and and I'm so much happier that I did it. You know yeah. What I mean? So. Yeah, I'm trying not to be too cool about shit, and and that's a part of re- rebranding, mm-hmm. and and it's a and you know, rebranding sounds like I'm trying to market something, but it's a, it's something in myself. Yeah, it's more in your internal, you're internally rebranding until it becomes external. I convinced myself mm-hmm. that I was not somebody who cared about that kind of thing. Yeah, right. Or like even like when it comes to acting and shit, I was like, well, I'm more of a writer now and stuff. And I'm like, wait, doesn't my heart break a little bit about that? Like, mm-hmm. don't, don't I think about like how I always wanted to do that shit? And like, but I really haven't taken a lot of the steps to really fucking do it mm-hmm. that, you know, and maybe, and I'm not even saying that's that's what I'm, I've come to a conclusion. I'm going to be an actor. I'm talking more about how I- You blocked yourself off before. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I kept myself from just saying what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and from doing what I wanted to do because I was like, well, I'm doing this thing now and it's all good. Right. It's to avoid rejection or of course, sort of. Or, or just, you know, like, yeah, re- mostly rejection. Like, mm-hmm. oh, God, starting on YouTube again would be a nightmare because uh, I got fucked over and all that kind of bullshit. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it just it can be very limiting. And everyone who's, who's heard the show has heard me talk in that way for years now. And I haven't fucking still haven't made a new video on YouTube. So mm-hmm. it's it's part of this though that I need to go through this first that I realized. Like I need to I need to um fully rebrand myself with myself mm-hmm. before I can share myself more. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're an artist. And I'm a fucking artist. You're a fucking artist. Yeah, and I am. And so and that's the other thing. Like I've felt that way before too. I in fact like I feel like, oh, so I haven't posted on my vlog channel in two weeks and I uh, had been on a really good streak of that since um, Vlogmas December where I was posting every day and it was very therapeutic because I started the vlog channel um, to just document like real life, not like a planned out video like on my main channel, like more just like real life happenings. And then uh, in my real life, um, I needed to process the a lot of shit just happened all at once and instead of trying to forge through and make a vlog when i don't know how to articulate how i'm feeling yet i just haven't been posting but i think the old me would have tried to say something you know where i'm just not i think it takes a little bit of yourself to acknowledge when you're not ready for that yet too yeah yeah and old me probably wouldn't have done that Mm -hmm. like i'm ready for anything i can do anything Mm -hmm. because i'm very headstrong like that i'm like if i put my mind to it i can fucking do it no problem but but uh, in what direction? Well, making it's like making excuses can paralyze you too. So it's like I didn't want to make excuses for why I wasn't working before. But now I think I have a pretty good grasp on when I need to process something for my own mental health. And when it's like, okay, let me share this journey with you. You right. know, if I can't articulate it yet, then I can't share the journey with you. Yeah. Because I don't even know what I'm experiencing yet. And that's where I'm, I am right now. Yeah. I'm articulating this. And it feels good. It's great. But it's also about incorporating it and like actually living it. And that's what I've been doing for the last month with the treadmill thing. It's like I'm actually fucking doing it. And then, you know, also just being mindful of the things that I want. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a new movie that I just wrote. And like I wrote this part for me. I fucking named him Steve. It's just it couldn't have been more different than the way that I used to operate. 
you know, where it's like, I'm going to name him whatever. And we'll, we, when we cast it, whatever. I'm like, mm. no, his name is Steve. I'm going to be this fucking guy. Okay. And so it's shit like that. Um, where before I would be too cool about it. Yeah. And that was fucking me. I think ultimately, I think that even posting on Instagram, right. I often got, pr- I was almost proud that I wasn't posting that much on mm-hmm. Instagram. It's like, yeah, who cares or whatever. But I do care. Of course I care. Because why would you even post there at all mm-hmm. if you didn't if you had no care or whatever? Yeah. Like if you're so fucking cool that you're not on Instagram, you're hella cool, by the way. Like that's way cool. That's so cool. I was never that. So obviously I wanted something and I wanted to act like I didn't want it. Sure. Well, you didn't you didn't find your voice in it yet. Yes. And so instead of going through the messiness or uncomfortableness of trying to find that voice in front of everybody, a public audience, not easy to do, by the way. Um, you sure you, you like made uh, excuses why that's not you. Yes. I did that with YouTube because um, we were, you know, both of us were in tons of really famous YouTubers videos in the very beginning. Um, when I was a, a traditional actor, I did YouTube videos as an actor. I was an actor in other people's videos, but I didn't know anything about YouTube culture or YouTube as a community in general. But I was put in these like really famous YouTube channels and didn't even know they were famous. I had no idea that there was a celebrity culture in YouTube. This was like 2009. So it's there wasn't like this influencer as a career thing yet. And... Uh, and so I got an audience of like 50,000 people that they pushed over to me. I had like 50,000 people on my YouTube channel and I was terrified of making content because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know my voice in the space. I had only known how to be an actor in other people's projects and other people's videos. And, and then people were like, well, do a character. And I'm like, it's weird. It's so weird. Like I don't have a camera. Like it's You have an audience and you don't have a format. Yeah. It's the weirdest shit. Yeah, it's the weirdest shit. So most of the time when people get to start a YouTube channel, they get to kind of like figure it out and fail a lot and like they kind of know have an idea of what they want to do because they watched YouTube channels for a while and then they're like I kind of want to do a channel like this. I had never seen YouTube channels before. I'd never even heard of any of these people or and they were the top 100 channels on YouTube. And so Same. It was scary to stumble with an audience watching you. And people kind of assume since you've been in other people's things that you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And like if, if you have an audience of that many people, how could 50,000 people be following you if you don't know what you're doing yet? And at that time, hardly anybody had 100,000 followers. So it was like that 50,000 was substantial. But then we also build it up so hard too, where it's like, yeah, oh in your own God, mind, everything's have, precious. I have this many people. They're all wanting me to do something epic. Yeah, and really, yeah. they just found you in a they video, you. and they're like, they thought you're cool, and they're like, I'll go follow her. And yeah, it's, like it's not as big a deal as we make it ourselves, for sure. And so got, that's probably how you felt, like having Instagram and like all of it. I got, I remember getting a hundred thousand subscribers in a day. It was like one of the most terrifying days of my life because I'm like, well, man, this next video now has to be fucking sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like that kind of shit. When, when you're still figuring things out, mm-hmm. is daunting. Yeah, that's what people like really want to be famous, and I'm like, why? Like, why do you yeah. want? Why do you want to be famous without knowing who you are yet? Like, without oh, figuring yourself out yet. The more viral you get, the more hate you get. Like, the yeah. more. Yeah, and it could be very detrimental to you creatively because yeah. you're not allowed to experiment as much because you're gonna get way more hate 
from experimenting. And maybe that was a direction you could have gone creatively, but now you don't know because you're too scared to to continue trying it when you got so much hate the first time. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's a good thing for me to I hope that I hope to impart to all of you. Uh, I'm trying to act it out, right? Not just say I'm going to talk about how I feel and ask for what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to actually do it. So, and this is very like most uncomfortable zone I can be in um, doing this. But I hope that whoever you are out there, you can look at yourself and try to be actually honest about who you want to be like I haven't been doing. Mm-hmm. That's all. And that's it? That's absolutely it. That's 100%. <laughs> that's 100% it. Cool. Well, um, let's explore that after the break. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, are you listening to Shit They Don't Tell You? Because if not, how are you listening to this ad about Shit They Don't Tell You? because they can't turn it off. They don't know how to they turn, don't know it how turn it off. Well, that's pretty convenient for They're us. They're throwing their phone on the ground right now. Once you can figure it, it out, could you please rate us and subscribe and like um, tell us that we're beautiful? Listen, we, we want it. We need the validation. We, but mostly we need the ratings because I mean that's basically how the world is, is run. How my we continue to make more and more and more of this content, this glorious content that you love so much. If you like the show, support the show. And if you don't like the show, support the show. And it's for free. the The stars are for free. Yeah, you give them you give them away for free. It's not like if you give five stars, you pay more money. They should have charged for every single star. That would have made so much money. And <laughs> <laughs> it just made a killing. Okay, so even though we're 100% done, um, I wanted to, I I think I I wanted to help people beyond the finish line, because even though it's done, um, I wanted to. I don't get why. 
Uh, I know. I think I closed it out pretty pretty <laughs> right. tidily. True, true. You did. Is that a word? Um, yeah, you can go if you want. Sick. <laughs> no, I I like where like I like that you've come to this realization. I think that it is hard to recognize and like because you are the stories that you tell yourself sometimes like the older you get and the more that you've been telling yourself that it feels like well this is just who i am now like i don't can't change that and you can and i think that there are certain exercises you can do to form new habits and to become a a new person or to uh rebrand yourself in a way that is still authentic to you because i think sometimes when we hear rebrand or what am I going to put out there? It's like, it kind of has this air of inauthenticity. That's not a word. Disingenuous? That's not a word. Oh, fuck. It has it. It feels fake. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Good rebound. So how do you become a completely different person or a new person without feeling dishonest or fake? And I think that is... It's not about being fake. It's about unlocking the part of you. If you have that desire in you and that's there, then it can't be fake because that is already in you. You already put in this earth with that in you. Yeah. And if you have something, if it's plausible, it's possible. Have you ever heard that? Never. Well, someone said that to me in high school and I was like, I don't even know if that's a word, but then I looked it up. It was a word. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so... um. But yeah, basically the concept of if you have the desire, then there is part of you that can learn to do that thing and, and be that thing and incorporate that in your life. And um, an exercise that really helped me was just playing, just for funsies. If it's hard enough already for you to break out of your shell, just pretend it's for funsies. Just pretend it's like you're just creating this ideal version of yourself. What? And you get into detail in 10 years, 10 years from now, what what type of person am I? What do I look like? What types of clothes do I wear? What types of things do I buy? What type of car do I drive? Like, what is my daily routine? Like Suits. I want to wear suits. Okay. I want to ask some Martin, but I don't really because I heard they have really rough maintenance. Okay. But I, d- I would like it. So you'd like to have an Aston Martin? I don't think I actually do want one. Well, okay, that's perfect time to be honest with I'm yourself. Waffling. So when you get to play like that, you can be honest with yourself. Because part of me wants it, but then I look at myself in the car and I think, what an idiot. But, so that's the part know? of you that doesn't want it? Yeah. Then I'd say you want it. Yeah, but I don't even think that I could deal with all the maintenance. Okay, so if you could deal with the maintenance, you would want it? Yeah, probably. But okay, but when you if you wear suits every single day, isn't that like a bitch? Because you gotta they're all wrinkled, they get all wrinkled. I don't want to wear suits every day, so that's up to you. But if you want to wear suits every day, like I do, if you want to wear suits every day, then that's gonna be a bitch, though. Then do you want? Is it worth the, the being the bitch part? Yeah, probably not. So probably not. Suits so I'll probably every go day. casual. I'll do business casual. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I like those clothes that are like super soft and they don't wrinkle. Yeah. Yeah. I love that shit. That's good shit. But they look good. Okay, I like that. Yeah. We usually have a sponsor that, I don't know if they're sponsoring this episode, but Mark Weldon, shout out. Whoa, whoa. Mac Weldon. Uh, Mac Weldon, didn't I say that? Isn't it Mark, or is it Mark Weldon? No, it's Mac. Oh, I thought you said Mark. I don't know what the fuck I said now, but okay. don't rewind it. I said the right thing. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but Mac Weldon is like that where it's like nice clothes. Hell yeah. But they don't wrinkle and they're like super soft and casual and stuff. That's my shit. So would you want a closet full of that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, now where does this person live? Like, where where do you live? A, a penthouse. A 
A penthouse? Yeah. Not a house? No, a penthouse. Oh, man, it's I'm not so... living with you. Oh, wait, Your why? ideal person does oh, not wait. match my no, wait, ideal why? person. Why, 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 You can live, please. I want a house by the beach. All right, I don't want a house by the beach. What if you had the penthouse of our house? <laughs> All right, deal. You I like that. like the <laughs> top floor. <laughs> I just always like lofts uh-huh. and like open floor plans. I love that shit. Mm. And I know you hate open floor plans now. You've actually betrayed me and you've betrayed my trust. Yeah. Because we were just at a house and then you were like, I don't like open floor plans. Yeah, well, people change. People grow, man. Like, <laughs> I fucking realized I didn't like open floor plans. I liked it when it was new because I'd never seen it before and it, it like, looked big and luxurious. But then the actual technicalities of it, like the uh, the technical part of it where it's echoey and you have to make everything in your house kind of, like, match because... Put rugs down. I think you need to rebrand, Nikki, because mm. you... I did rebrand. I rebranded it to not liking open floor no, concepts. you need to rebrand back to liking open <laughs> floor concepts. back to the, yeah, yeah, I think the original need, brand? I think you should be open to that because, because here's what's so great about an open floor plan. Okay. Okay? You can configure the room however you want. You're not limited by walls that have to have couches on them because if you have a certain size couch, you can't put it on that short wall. I like structure because I like being creative within that structure. I like being creative within a set of rules. I like a blank page, and you like ruled Yeah, but guess who's going to be decorating it? You. Okay. Will you decorate my my penthouse too? Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. And your penthouse could be open concept. Hell yeah, dude. You have your desk. You have like a couch and shit. Dude, two 30-year-olds talking about how they get fucking hard and wet for for house decorations, man. <laughs> Honest to God. I'm so different than when I was what a kid. What else is there to dream about? Well, Ninja Turtles. When I was a kid, I want to be a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, but I don't... Do you want to be one still? Fuck no. Live in the sewer? No. In gross... What was I thinking? It smells bad in there. You can eat pizza as an adult. You don't even need to be a Ninja Turtle. Exactly. What, what the hell was it? And you could go like this with the nunchucks? That's all they do. Yeah, you could do that. And I could do a flip, kind of. And like you're kind of already wearing like a mask now, you can just put it to your eyes and cut some eye holes out. See, see, I could do a front flip on a trampoline. Yeah, butt. so it's like those goals are so attainable that you're like, that's not even hard. Whatever, I don't even want it. I know. Why did I want to be a Ninja Turtle so bad? It's the stupidest shit I ever even thought of. I know it's pretty stupid. Damn. Which one did you want to be? Raphael. Predictable. Why? Just kidding. No, no. Tell me why. I thought Leonardo. Why? Oh God, he was such a nerd. He was a, a teacher's pet. Oh, I mixed him up then. I thought that was Donatello. That was well. He was the nerdiest nerd. Yeah, but he wasn't a teacher's pet. Leonardo oh. was a teacher's pet. Leonardo's the red one, right? Leonardo, yeah, no, he's the blue one. Leonardo's oh. the guy who rats you out to your dad because you spilled something on the carpet, and Raphael's the guy who helps you fucking cover it up. And uh. Michelangelo's the guy who probably spilled it on the carpet in actuality. <laughs> and Donatello's the guy who can science the shit yeah, off yeah, of the yeah. carpet. I like the Donatello. Yeah, Donatello was sick too. Yeah. And he was sick in the video games too because he always had a longer weapon than everyone else. And so you could fuck those foot soldiers up from a further distance. I always wanted to be a Ninja Turtle because all the boys made me be April. And oh, I just yeah. wanted to be, I just wanted to fight and be cool. You'd be such a good April though. I know. You really should be open to it. She's pretty, but I just wanted to be a, I just wanted to have fun. I think you need to rebrand and be April. Anyway, I don't want to be any of them anymore. I get it. I want to be me talking about furniture. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. so wild that I got to this point. Getting getting older is so weird. So weird. But And you're like, okay, so I was daydream- I was even daydreaming about houses and being like, but is it in a good school district? And right. Then, like, You'd never think of it. And then looking at that shit too. Oh, God, I know. Anyway, so uh, opening your mind up like that, like where do they live? Like what what... Uh, what's their daily? What's their daily routine like? Like, do you are you still 
a writer. Yeah, I, th- I hope so. Yeah. I want to write and act and produce in my own shit. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. So like really get detailed on what your daily routine is like. Do you take vacations during the year? Or yeah, fuck yeah. Cool. Do you like Quarterly. make cool investments? Yeah, oh yeah. Crypto oh, hell all yeah. day. Staking. So all of these Tokens. things, you paint a big picture. And then you take which one of those is like life-changing. And you, you kind of like pick pick a few of those to work on so that you don't have to it's not like you have to eat the whole horse right away well i have mentioned on our show that i want to write a book this year mm-hmm. i've been working on that so being seen as an author yes is pretty cool yeah so pick so maybe that's your one for this year is to be authorship a, yeah to be an author uh, a novel or is it a different kind of book it is well i have both i have two I have okay both. which one for but i know i got it right now well i've made the most progress on the one that's not a, the novel okay so then you go like what would an author do what does an author's day look like and then you start incorporating some of those habits oh yeah no i already am good at that i'm helping other people oh, out there so all about okay. you bucko. i'm sorry Jeez. i'm so sorry I'm telling people you're just looking at their- me and you have those big pretty eyes and i was just I was just like, oh, I want to answer all the hard questions. Okay, whether they Aprilize or whether they Ninja Turtleize. They're Aprilize. Damn. Yeah. All right, fine. I just, I've accepted. You should. I'm an April. Well, and you're very investigative. That's true. I would like to, I those were alternate career to- choices. And she was a I reporter. wanted to be a detective or a high school counselor, cause, but then I didn't want to deal with blood, and so I just didn't want to be a detective anymore. And then I didn't want to deal with like kids who are like beyond help. I'm like, I can only have so much patience. Dude, I wanted to be Batman <laughs> so I could fuck up criminals and shit. And then yeah. I was like, wait a minute. And then later on, I learned like about civil rights, and I was like, oh damn, you probably can't like be just be fucking people up on the streets like that. What do you mean? Like civil liberties? Uh huh. Like if you're Batman, you can't just like, throw a guy off a roof and shit, break his legs. Oh right, it's pretty so you- bad. But when you're a kid, you're like, yeah, fuck him up. So fuck just him. general human rights. Yeah, 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 yeah. You forget you, you learn about that shit later. Mm-hmm. But when you're a kid, you're like, dude, being Batman be yeah. probably the sickest thing ever. Yeah. I could run him over with my Batmobile. But then you're like, oh shit, that's actually like horrible. That person needs to be tried. Right. That's why he's he's didn't he say you either uh die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain? Yeah, but Batman didn't say that. That was Harvey Dent said that. Oh, uh, well. He was a bad guy, too. It was about Batman. True. It was about Batman. I will see you do that point. Mm-hmm. But my point is is that the mindset shifts completely when you become an adult, and then, then you have to think about the realities of those things. Yeah. Well, uh, the mindset of being a rich person, like if you wanted wealth and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. rich people um, invest their money, yeah, rich yeah, yeah, people yeah. manage their money a certain way. Uh, those are all habits that you can incorporate into your life right now. Like maybe you're not rich right now, but you can incorporate those habits that eventually lead you to becoming rich. Because if you develop good money management skills before you get money, you're likely to create wealth with that money. Absolutely. But if you did not incorporate, and if you did not develop money management skills, and then you got a windfall, like lottery ticket winners. You are likely to become broke again. But then these are the people too, where it's like, you know, I'm bad with money and all this shit. It's like it's that—that's the mindset. Oh, these are things that you can learn. 
easily. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can learn habits that you incorporate, and also there's episodes that we've done on them. So if you watch the money management episode, watch that. Uh, we did a credit episode with Joe Sakawa. We did mm-hmm. investing. Mm-hmm. We did um, we did quite a few, and there's so much information out there. You do not get to have the excuse no. that you just didn't know, or like you used to be able to say like. Well, I couldn't afford a college education. You don't need one anymore. You could you can research how to invest your money. You can research how to become a doctor on the internet. It's called WebMD. Hello, look it up. I wasn't talking about that. That's what I'm talking if about. If you're researching how to become a doctor, they will tell you go to college and then you got to go to college. Well, if that's true, how come I can go to a doctor right now and I can be like, actually on WebMD. True. See? Good counterpoint. Thank you. Yes. They fucking hate that shit. It's so funny. Oh, by the way, to anyone that thinks that we... Or telling people not to go to college, like go to college if that's what the career asks for. But I'm talking about like skills and habits that you can incorporate. Those are for free on the internet. Especially doctorship. Especially doctorship. Especially doctorship. Especially. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. So then you incorporate these habits that lead to like look at yourself at the end of the year and assess. That's my favorite part. Yeah. Because you're like, I get to look back on all the shit I did. Oh, progress yeah. you made. Yeah, because sometimes it feels like, I didn't make that much of a difference. But then you look back at yourself at the beginning of the year and you're like, oh shit, I'm completely different. I actually do have a ritual that I don't think I've ever told you about. That um, Do I want to know about it? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to check. And it basically, I got robbed of it last year because we got very sick. Mm-hmm. And uh, But basically, okay. So we've been together for like seven years now. Every... Christmas time, usually we are in Santa Barbara at some point leading up to Christmas. Okay. Leading up to Christmas because you do a cookie party thing and all that stuff. Yeah. Around that time, your old man starts going crazy with the Duro logs, right? That cat's fucking lighting Duro logs every mm-hmm. night, throwing it in the chimney. Mm-hmm. And he always has. He throws it in the fireplace, not the chimney, but yeah. He throws it in the ch- and he throws it through the chimney and no, it lands does, down in the fireplace. He does not do that. And. Your old man also has 16,000 fucking nutcrackers around his yeah, chimney. Yeah, he has a lot of nutcrackers. It is wild to see. It's beautifully Christmas in your in your family home. Mm-hmm. So what I like to do every year around Christmas time, I've done this every single year when we're there, when he has the Duraloc crackling, is I sit Steal there. Steal a nutcracker. Oh. No, I that's like, a good idea. What if he stole? I started a nutcracker collection, actually. <laughs> that was actually. your like, ritual. You're like, I have a ritual I haven't told you. I steal I your dad's I burn one of your father's nut- nutcrackers. <laughs> He'll never notice he has too many. No, I sit there. Usually we're all drinking wine or something. And I'll, I I just, I'm sipping on whatever we're drinking. And I'm like, life is good. I'm so thankful for this past year. I'm so thankful for my life and my wife and, or my fiance at the time or my girlfriend at the time, all this shit. Yeah. But I'm always like, I can, I actually relax all the muscles in my body mm-hmm. while I sit there for a sec and I look at the fire and like, I just think about all the things I've done that year and how thankful I am for all of them. I do that at the beach. Do you really? Yeah, and since we don't really get to go to the beach that often, it's usually like once a year. <laughs> like, uh, Not that I don't ever think about that stuff otherwise, but I find it so hard to relax, especially mm. at home. I, I just have to constantly be doing something or stimulating my mind in some way. But on vacation, on the tropical beach where you can be pretty much naked but like with a bathing suit but like you're you know no clothes are on and you're just feeling the sunlight hit your skin i feel the most present and the most relaxed that i've ever been when i 
just on the beach and I'm hearing like the waves crash. I think because I'm using all of my senses at once. So it feels the most present. I'm feeling the sun. I'm hearing the waves. I'm smelling the ocean. Um, like uh, tasting. I don't know. I guess I'm not salt using water? The, the salt water in my mouth. You the, really should. The humidity. Don't swallow it. Yeah. Or usually I bring some dope snacks to the beach too. Like I bring some grapes or something. That's not really a dope <laughs> snack, but okay. It is. It's refreshing when you're in the hot weather. It's refreshing. And then, um, yeah, and then I'm just like taking in the the moment. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. I like that too. It's I'd really, do that. It's really hard to do at home. I remember when we were in Bali and we we all went to this, um, it was like that little alcove or whatever the fuck it was that had shallow water. It was like, it was really nice blue water. Mm-hmm. And we were all like drinking, uh, I don't remember what they had. Like, yeah, like whatever Bali drink. Oh, and, yeah, it was great though. And then we were drinking it in the water. In the water, and it started raining a little bit. And I was like, oh my God. I did the same shit though. Relax yeah. my muscles, all this shit. It's about mindfulness. Yeah. It's about, you know, giving yourself credit for things that you've done, mm-hmm. like, and not just going, I'm such a piece of shit all the time. Because mm-hmm. uh, I can be very critical. Yeah, it's relaxing that cynic brain. Yeah, yeah. And beat, I could beat everything up, including myself all the time. And be really thankful. Yeah. And I think it's, it's just part of. Part of me that I am now sharing, whereas before I probably would not have. Yeah. And it's some shit they don't tell you to have balance in your life. Yeah. And to like, okay, I hate, like when we're talking about rebranding and stuff, I hate how the number one thing that stops people is like from using their imagination and being able to play and stuff is that if you're doing that, then you're not a logical person or you somehow like, it strips you of all your analytical abilities and logical and lo- and reason and stuff because you're playing in your imagination. You are allowed to have balance. Mm-hmm. Like just because you're playing in your imagination doesn't make you a loony bin that doesn't have any logic or, or analytical capabilities. Like it, it blows my mind how people discredit others just for playing and using their imagination. And then the vice versa, too. Like, you are allowed to logically break something down and still be a creative person. Like, you're allowed to do both. You're allowed to have balance. I don't get how people, like, I I think that sometimes that stops people. Like, well, any practical person would know that, you know, you couldn't couldn't go be an artist. You can't go have a penthouse. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. How how are you going to get there? What's your plan? What's the game plan? Like, they're so analytical. Yeah. It's like, you never let yourself play. Yeah. And then and then you just are stuck in, in misery thinking that that's how the world works because it has to be because that's pract- practical, that that's how it works. Right. Well, they're all your parents and they're basically like, how are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? And you're just like, yo, I'm just fucking talking about being co- a cotton candy machine salesman right now. Like, yeah. I'm not actually yeah. going to do it. I mean, you could. Or I could, but yeah. I'm just, it's just a fucking it's like, a thing. Right? You, like, there's a time for imagination and there's a time for analyzing and logically figuring out how you're going to construct your plan to get there. Exactly. You know, there's a time for it. But if you don't have imagination first or, like, a vision first, then you can't construct that plan. Yeah, and I and I... I, I think I lost the imagination part for a little while like because yeah. I was really just doing one thing for a while. And so it's like, you know, to imagine something, mm-hmm. it was a little more out of the my reflexes. But yeah. now now it's it's now it's much more incorporated in my life. I also feel like um, it 
the middle part is hard, you know, like the part from now to the getting to the part that you imagined. Yeah. The middle part is hard. So then you'd rather just not imagine so that you don't have to ever go through that hard For sure. middle part or like that even being an option. Um, but okay. I was really good at math in school and it's not cause I liked math. I didn't like math or I liked that I was good at it, yeah, but it I didn't easy. like math. No, I didn't like it cause it didn't come easy, which made me feel like a genius when I actually figured it out. But oh. that middle part, the part where I'm like, I'm so stupid. I can't get this. And like, that was so frustrating. But then it's like, you, you get it. Through. Yeah. You push through and it's like, you unlock this puzzle and then you get to have the answers and then you get that formula forever like you can use that formula to unlock other puzzles later on and that's what i liked about it was it's like i know you don't like escape rooms but no, it's that's what i liked about escape rooms is that you unlock this first puzzle and then that gives you the formula like a key to the next puzzle i'm just so bad at puzzles and maybe this is part of me needing a rebrand yeah. but uh puzzles frustrate me quickly but life is a puzzle I see life more as a game. Well, game puzzles are games. But it's a fun game, though. Puzzles uh, are not fun games. Puzzles are fun games. Puzzles are grandma games. If you like your brain stimulated and then you like the end, like where you're like, yes, I did it. Nikki's the kid who yes. likes going to her grandma's house as a kid. <laughs> my grandma was dope. She played Super Mario Kart with me. My grandma was dope, but she wouldn't play no Super Mario Kart. <laughs> okay. Well, then so, your grandma wasn't that dope. <laughs> my grandma is dope. She's still alive. First of all, your grandma's not. I'm kidding. Um... Also, a lot of video games are puzzles. Like you just, they're just hidden in video games. Like you have to like figure out how to fucking win. That's true, dude. Mario stuff. Party shit. That's yeah. my kind of puzzles, bro. Yeah. So right now I'm like looking into like real estate investing and stuff. Like I don't know when I'm going to do it. Like, but I want to be a person that does it later in the future. Mm -hmm. And like you don't get there by just not doing it, you know? So I just started watching videos and like reading books and stuff. And I don't know when it's even going to get to that point but i'm in that frustrating part of like words don't make sense i don't, don't know, know a yeah. lot of these words it hurts my head i'm like oh now i gotta look up this thing and that other thing and i'm like maybe i should take a course on it and then it just gets very like and then you're like i don't have time for yeah, a course. yeah i'm like oh, i guess i'm not gonna do it yeah. but you don't have to do it all at once you could just do a little bit at a time but you have to do a little bit at least but though. you know the end you yeah. know like that like Eventually, you could be that person by learning the stuff that they do and starting to incorporate little things that they do. For example, the first step, if you want to get into real estate investing, is getting good at money management. Right. You know, so like you just start incorporating money management tools. And then uh, when you're ready, as you're learning real estate investment, you'll have like a pile of money, which you're going to eventually need. That's what I need. Yeah. Money. A big pile of it. A big pile, yeah. Yep. What if it was a digital pile? Oh, baby. Now we're talking. Say. Girl. Don't get me started. <laughs> it's exciting times in the crypto world right now. I feel like we have a, what's it called? Is it when they when the two circles cross? Is that a Venn diagram? Venn diagram. Okay. I feel like we have a Venn diagram of nerd nerdiness. Oh, yeah. Like I'm like this kind of nerd and you're like this kind of nerd. And often we're like, well, I'm not your kind of nerd. And then True. in the middle, it's like it's like there's this little middle ground of like where we can nerd out together. It's a little true. Bit. Well, my hobby is cryptocurrencies and stuff. Yeah. And you have recently had this real estate hobby. Well, I've like, always been in some investments. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. like 
whether it be stocks, stocks yeah. or money management or building credit or like, you know, I see all of that as a puzzle type game. I see that too. You know? I actually see that too. It's all a game. That's a fun game. Yeah. And so when you win and when you're like, oh, my credit score got raised because I played the game right. Yes. Then it's it's exciting. And then you use that piece of the puzzle to then like, well, I needed this credit score in order to apply for this loan and get qualified so that I could get this real estate investment thing going. Like it's all intertwined. Yeah. And I'm like, I love the tokenomics of this particular coin. I like the company backing tokenomics? it. Tokenomics. Tokenomics. <laughs> That's how cryptocurrencies, Yeah. you know, how they, what's the utility and all that stuff. Right. So, tokenomics sounds a little like drugs. It's sick though. It's very, it's all sick, man. Yeah. So yeah. And it's an exciting space. And we're, we're, oh man, we're so close to living in a world where you don't have to go to a bank to get a loan anymore. That's crazy. I mean, we already, you already can do that. Do you, but do you still need a pervasive. credit score? No. The rules are changing. You don't. I'm telling you, it's uh, the whole DeFi space right now, but de decentralized finance. Okay. My God. Why is that so hard? Okay. Is so new and interesting right now. I, I, I welcome all of you to investigate. It's very interesting stuff. Yeah. But, dude, we're going to get to a point where your car, uh, you can lease parts of your car and own, like, a vehicle between, like, six people, and it's all secured through cryptocurrency. I'm telling you, man, it's going to be fucking sick. Yeah. Learning is interesting. It is. And then it unlocks things. Imagine going to a car dealership, and you don't have to sit down with the dealers and do all that bullshit. There's no middleman anymore. Oh. I would love that. It's going to get that way, man. When I walk into a car dealership without a man, I don't exist. <laughs> See, wouldn't you love it if instead it was happening on an infrastructure powered by blockchain and smart contracts? Sure. I think you would. Yeah. I'm open to it, but I have to imagine that world. And the people that created that, they had to imagine it before they got there. That's true. Yeah. And then they created it, and then because it's decentralized, and they are rebranding the financial space. That's exactly right, and the internet is going to be money soon. Like, and that's that's what's been missing for a long time for a lot of people, mm -hmm. especially in, money. Well, the the um, access to access money? to their money or yeah. banking institutions restricting access in certain countries and onboarding everyone who has a cell phone into our the financial economy. It's coming very quickly. And, and it's coming for you. That's right. You can't run. <laughs> it's like the fucking big boulder in Indiana Jones. It's coming after your ass. You better fucking start running right now. Well, in the ride, it just automatically goes underneath it. Yeah, what's with that? I don't know. I didn't have to think about anything. You know, in the movie, that kind of happens too, actually. We'll see. We just watched it last yeah. night. So it's like, it's coming, but it's not that scary because you could just go underneath it. Why didn't the <laughs> ball chase him out of the temple is what I've well, always wondered. Well, the ball wondered. is not cognizant of its own being, so. Well, no, why didn't it go through the wall and, ch and chase him out of the temple is what I always thought. It's not a, a thing. Temple walls are very fragile. If, a, if the boulder had a brain, maybe it would do that, but it was just set up like, like a trap no i'm talking about what why didn't the boulder which is hugely strong yeah it's barreling through all kind of shit yeah why didn't it go through the fucking same door indy ran through maybe it's not dense why did it have to go down instead it would have been more cinematically sick spielberg if you're listening i know you are get it it would have been way sicker to have that fucking ball go outside after indy as he's going down that hill yeah way more stakes yeah. In this, in this perfect movie that has no flaws. <laughs> it wasn't real. <laughs> nice. I was trying to play. 
And you were being those people. Yeah. Good for you. Can't believe you believed that. Can't you really thought that shit? S- Stupid. Stupid. It's a movie. It's a movie. You know what happened after that? They said cut, and then Harrison Ford got a bottle of Aquafina. You Terrible. idiot. I would have put a, a, a Evie onto my rider. Same. Oh yeah, he had a bad agent then. Yeah. He should have got way Terrible. more. Way more. Anyway, Thank hope you that all. helped you with rebranding. Yeah. Some shit they don't tell you. We hope that you guys all share this podcast with your friends and family. And rate it. But good rating only, please. Good rating helps so much. Five good stars, please. Only, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And also, uh, we have bonus episodes on our Patreon. If you want to check that out, links in the description. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. We love you. Bye. We love some of you. We love all of you, you know kind of. You know who Some you are. are unloved, though. Some need extra love. Oh, yeah. We extra love you. We all know who you are. <laughs>mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.